Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. As always, you can call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on <laughs> Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The last time we had Mike Schaefer in studio was last Thursday. <laughs> Nebraska was about to play Georgia Southern in two days. Yes. They were looking to go 2-1. and one. Flash forward to a week now after that. Uh, Scott Frost is no longer the head coach. Nebraska is 1-2. and two. Oklahoma is still coming to town. Cleveland baseball has won six straight games. Hey, the whoa, Vikings whoa. and the Dolphins are going to be playing in the Super Bowl. That's I mean, right. it's not all bad. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Cle- <laughs> yeah, Cleveland's won that. six straight? Yeah. yeah, yeah the Commanding lead in the AL Central. The Dolphins. worst division in baseball. Dolphins-Vikings Super Bowl, of course. It's coming up in February. Look forward to that. That would be incredible. I got a very nice text from Jake on Sunday about how good our teams looked. So he's clearly feeling pretty good about how he's feeling pretty. He's, oh yeah, he's feeling. It's good almost about like everything. he doesn't have the NFL's best team in his own division. Yeah, my team. <laughs> now Jake is Jake has turned over a new leaf, Shaper. Oh. I don't know if you've I don't know if you've noticed. Very optimistic. Yeah, um, I, I'm so yeah. refreshing. It is. I, I've been pessimistic for too long. Are you saying <laughs> there's been a four. <laughs> Things have changed. I'm turning over. Right. It's very refreshing. I got to say, it is. Yeah, I'm excited to see how this uh, continues upon itself. He's he's don't trends des- toward delusional sometimes. Don't I deserve some nice things in my sports fandom? I don't. I mean, you, I don't you, you root do against well, you. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I, I. What I try to do is when you let yourself get a little bit too far too out far. in front, try you know, when, try when, back when we built the house for Fred. For, Fred Hoiberg's first year when there was for some reason some real doubt when I said I didn't think they'd be an NCAA tournament team. (laughs) What an idiot I was. What an idiot. And then I made the mistake of assuming that they could at least go 500, so it wasn't like I was any more correct. Oh, God, yeah. Let's not talk about that. We've made some mistakes on this show, but we're still here, We can save that team, which, you know, isn't going to be good until November. Let's not do this. Right well, now. it could be an interesting year for <laughs> them. One, one train wreck at a time. Yeah, Trev Alberts has some work to do for them as well. Right. Maybe by December. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, man. Well, Schaefer, this hour is sponsored by Trek CBD 84th and Highway 2. I'm sure that uh, people have been visiting them, t- giving them a visit since all this stuff's happened with Nebraska football. You need, you need some calming I remedies in this life. Okay. Right? Don't Me you? and Schaefer, I think, are in agreement that this is not a stressful situation. No, because we're used to it. Yes. Yeah, we, we've well, gotten used to it. And 
<coughs> on one hand, not the, for us, it's not for Trev. It is Trev. Yeah, well, sure. But yeah. the fans are used to this now. Stressful, and then also just like, I, he seems like a very organized person. I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine going into this situation and not being organized, because you know, with a college football Saturday coming up. Obviously, he's going to pay attention to what happens with Nebraska, Oklahoma. Yep. And then I would sort of love to know what Trev is doing the rest of like, is I he, would too. Does he have like this yeah. war room that he locks right. himself into where it's like you go to the <laughs> sports bar and they have the sheets of paper that tell you Bears Packers mm-hmm. is going to be on this TV and, mm-hmm. you know, Falcons Saints oh, on I, that one. I definitely But would. his war room just has like. Kalani Sataki over here on <laughs> Jamie <Yeah>. Chadwell. <laughs> like, it's just like all these. Ooh, those different, are interesting names. You know. Mike, Mike Gundy over here. I, I wanted to get out of everyone saying Matt Campbell, Dave, Dur- Dave Doran, Lance Leipold, Chris Kleiman. Yeah. Those are the ones that you're going to hear most commonly, I think. Mm-hmm. Kalani Sataki. When you go. BYU. When you go this early, I mean, you might as well cast as wide of a net yeah. as possible. Yeah. And, I mean, that guy. Getting home on Saturday night after Nebraska lost to Georgia Southern and mm-hmm. watching the kind of game that we watched mm-hmm. and then putting on Baylor and BYU and just hearing the pads pop mm-hmm. and feeling immediately oh, yeah. like an old person and being like, oh, I kind of miss this. See, mm-hmm. you, they look good in the trenches, right? Oh, BYU? Both of them. Bo- well, yeah. Bo- I mean, they're both really well coached, very physical teams. Yeah. I, the thing that, and I wrote about this, the thing that took me in that game is that both of those teams seemed so happy to scrap over one yard in either direction Mm -hmm. like the fight in that game Mm -hmm. was refreshing because who won that game by the way BYU on it what was the score uh 23 20 okay good game I think uh 20 26 20 I think they scored a touchdown they didn't Mm -hmm. get a two-point conversion but no I I mean I think I don't know that he would say yes but I think Kalani Sataki should be on a, okay. Uh, All right. I'm, I'm okay list. with that. Well, while we're on the topic there, Schaefer, I mean, obviously we have a long ways to go. The season still has nine games left. Mm-hmm. We'll see Mickey nine Joseph's first games. game as a he- interim head coach Saturday. But have, have you put the Mike Schaefer top three together, like the guys you'd like to see? Uh, the problem I have is I feel like I venture further from reality. So whenever I do this, like I end up getting fixated on guys that, like Sataki, I don't know how likely that is. He is an alum of BYU. He obviously is coaching there right now. The thing is, he interviewed for Oregon last year, okay. and they had to come back, and they gave him a raise. BYU's kind of been notorious for not paying that much money. Bronco Mendenhall left to go to a Virginia program in part because I think he wanted to be paid more. And even then, it was a pretty modest salary, uh, you know, mod- <laughs> modest relative to college football coaching salaries. But uh, so I – I would think that if you were Nebraska and you can offer the the kind of money that they can, if they really wanted them, they could make that oh, yeah. a, a difficult decision. You them. you you are not concerned about selling a coach this to job? the oh, no selling a coach to the fan base. This wouldn't be a splash. I I like Sataki. Always no, have. I, Always I, have. I think that. But I don't know if the fan base is going to react that well to it. I don't know that there's a lot of guys that the fan base. Is going to consider a splash higher this time around. Who would be those guys? And I think part of Trev's press conference on Sunday was setting the setting the stage that look, you may not be enamored with this hire from day one, Mm -hmm. but we don't care. This is someone we think is going to help Nebraska football, even if it's not wowing everyone in the press at the uh, moment. Listen, think about this. I, I, I was talking to a coach last night. I don't need to say who, but he said something brilliant. I thought. The, the press conference, 
Here's, here's Oh, you know, Eddie Sutton is the one who said this. Eddie Sutton is the original who said this. The press conference is your highlight as a coach. Mm-hmm. Then it all goes down from there. The, the, so what I'm suggesting is Mike's right. The press conference really doesn't matter. Yeah. That's your, that's your crowning achievement as a head coach. And then it all goes to hell from there. I mean, I don't know I mean, the <laughs> I mean, Mr. Dick Saban. Yeah, I mean, not to hell, but that—that's your. That's, generally goes downhill after that. Generally, it's generally. about it, there's going well, to. Well, the clock the, starts as yep, soon as your last right. word is. That's dead. what. That's the I mean, That's a better yeah. way to put it. Thank so, you. So, yeah, and there's not. This sounds kind of morbid, but there's not like there's a lot of coaches that get out of like whenever they leave the job that they're in. Very few get to do it with the cake and the celebration of happy retirement. So it's not a, it's not the kind of job where it just always is going to end well either. So you kind of have to know that going into okay. it too. So you you like Satake? Yeah. Anybody uh, else? Yeah. Luke well, Fickle else? would be high uh, for me as well. And and so here's where I want to put emphasis if I'm looking to hire. I mean, I'm looking at teams that traditionally have good offensive line, defensive line play. So I I'm looking at trenches. You and Jake are on the same page. And then boom. Uh, one of the things, and it's not the biggest requirement, and obviously Sataki doesn't fit this, but he does coach kind of a national team. Um, I like Luke Fickle because he knows the Big Ten inside now. I mean, it's the, I like that. I like one that. of the, the biggest things to me is that whoever takes this job has to understand that the Big Ten conference is likely different from where they're coming from if they're coming from outside. Absolutely. And so any experience in the Big Ten, I value. Oh, I, 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 me too. I pretty greatly. Actually, it, it elevates, you know. Bill O'Brien. Well, to that's say. a, I mean. I had to say it. No, I, that's a, I mean, it's coming off of a week where people are just absolutely torching them for the play. No, that's a Texas, problem, too, because their offense isn't going to be very good. They look like crap. I just, they. They're a different team when they don't have elite wide receivers. Right. And we're an offensive line that's a little suspect. Yeah, it is suspect. Yeah. And so um, And an offensive line that's you know, we'll see how it plays out for Alabama. But there's there's other guys that are like way deeper um that have that kind of big ten experience. The guy at Marshall, they just knocked off Notre Dame, Charles Huff used to coach running backs at Penn State. Uh so, you know, there's there's different guys that you can find that fit that category. But so I'm stalling. Anyway, Sataki Fickle and then I would be fine with Matt Campbell. I've been amazed at the amount of people that have just come out against the idea of Matt Campbell, but whatever. Um, yeah. I understand okay that it. it's not – again, I'm not expecting, like, this flash hire. Like, I, I guess I well, sort of – There is one. And we're not going to talk about Urban Meyer. Okay, I, I wasn't if, sure if that's where you were. What if I just said to you, Schaefer, if you're, you're the AD or I'm the AD or Jake's the AD, and I just said, I'm going all in on Zach Taylor. It's possible because I don't think the Bengals are going to be very good this year. And he's only making three and a half million dollars. Yeah, but you can pay. You can you can triple his salary. Dad, did he have sustained success as a head coach? So he's never coached in college football. I know he hasn't recruited. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, he coached for the University of Cincinnati, and it didn't go well. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just meant that like he's been on okay. a college staff. He has. It did not go well. well that him. was Tuberville, right? I think it was, and their offense was historically bad. I mean, yeah, I you just, don't even want to bring that up. Like Zach Taylor, I, I, I think eventually could be a good coach. I don't know right now. Ooh, when, you're pouring cold water I on am, Zach a little Taylor. Bit. Okay, I, he, did, he has not recruited before. I don't, I don't need a first-time college right. head coach. It Ooh. would be sort of amazing if the last three coaches, if you count Mickey's interim, would be former Nebraska quarterbacks of very different eras in a way. I mean, I, Mickey and Frost are closer. They're close. Schaefer yeah. is a recruiting expert, so I want to bounce this off him, not okay. you. 
okay, yeah, he hasn't recruited, but can't you just load your staff up with recruiters? Uh, you know, I was on a podcast for 24-7 Sports yesterday where it was uh, several national recruiting analysts and then myself to talk about the Nebraska situation. And one of those guys was saying just from conversations – you know, that he has with coordinators or, or assistants that become head coaches. They always marvel. They don't have to do as much recruiting as you think that they do in large part because they can't go on the road. Right. They, you know, so it, if the fact that Zach Taylor hasn't recruited, that's not that big of a deal if he hires a good personnel staff. And Vince yeah, Ginta. Well, yeah. I mean, if you have – if you have a staff of people that you trust mm-hmm. that can kind of handle that and then you have high-energy recruiters – like Mickey Joseph and others, that, Bill Bush. that fills in some of the, the gap there. So the conventional wisdom of the guy has to be a closer is true, but it it's not as much work as it used to be, well, Jake, which is why some people up. really struggle to go from being a coach back to being an assistant coach mm. because then you have to be on the road a lot more. You have to be doing a lot more of recruiting. There's almost no way around it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know he knows football. I mean, well, you know I, I, he, I'm can, not denying that. he can execute on the sideline. It would be, I think it would be a good picture he, of that. He, that should, well, he just really got a, a game-changing quarterback in Joe Burrow. I mean, that, that changed everything for Zach Taylor. They, they, were, they had the number one pick in the oh, draft, Schaefer, right? Schaefer, what if, they, what if they throw a 7-11 out there? What if they throw, what if they throw an 8-10? Still not used 10? to this. Uh, is, it, it's is, seven that good? Seven is that good? Oh, it's 17? Yeah. Seventeen. Do you want him on the on the? I think it'll be eighteen, but I don't think it's eighteen. Okay. Do you want him after a bad year where he proved that you know the Super Bowl might have been a fluke for the the Bengals? Legitimate then? question. I, again, we talk about sustain sustained success. Legitimate question. One year of a great season going to the Super Bowl is is great, but can you do it again and again and again? We and haven't can, heard Schaefer's consistent playoff yeah, team. Your thoughts, Schaefer's thoughts about your boy, Who's your boy, Urban Meyer. Yes. Urban. Yeah, I'm on Schaefer. I know you can you can hate me all you want. I don't. I am like, the I don't, leader of the Urban Meyer parade. I want you to, to try to pour cold water on. I don't me. hate the, the idea. I have apprehension because the last time he coached a team, it went horrendous. He's not an NFL coach. Well, and I can understand he's not an NFL coach, but some of the issues was just like his personality with that roster, and I understand they're professional. Like it was bad. Did he kick a guy on the ground? The kicker. Oh. The kicker. Yeah. Like he kicks a guy. I, I don't I don't know. And then there's the the other part of it is he's now how many years removed from being a college coach? Four, right? Yeah. And then 
what what does a long term picture look like with a I, guy who's left his last few jobs with health concerns? We we have addressed that. Still, I think I still think there's you know health issues. It's not like it's a guarantee that he's a hundred percent healthy, ready to go. Here's the scenario with with Urban Meyer that we've laid out to okay. to, to dispel all those issues. There, Schaefer, he's fifty eight years old. Sure, this could be his last stop as a head coach. He he needs to last adventure. He needs to repair his image of what went wrong with the Jaguars. We all know that you know he's right now broadcasting. Fox took him back to be a on the. So I don't know that does he need to repair his image if he's got this broadcasting gig that for his own barely has to work. Do you think he really wants to go out as a head coach with that embarrassment and say that's it? I'm done. I'm just gonna be a broadcaster. That's it. It didn't work out. His he did not translate to the NFL. He's a college coach. Sure, he can repair his image at a place that wants to get their brand back to what it used Think to be. Think about the story. Repair, it, it would be an incredible well, story. Yeah, like I'm not. Repair your image. I'm not saying there's Nebraska, a bigger boom. name that's available, and I don't even know that there's someone that you could have more confidence that Nebraska has the ability to flip to a, a playoff contender. But the the downside of this is that it can go horrendously bad and you're just chasing your tail looking for stability if you're if jake if you're arguing for stability i don't know how urban meyer is the example of that well well, I'd no, say this. His no, last two stops, you're there for six and seven years. Respect, yeah. Besides He's Jackson, only 58. Though. He's only 58. Six years with Florida, seven years Ohio State. Well, we're talking about health concerns combined with one miserable year with Jacksonville, and he's been out of the college grind for four seasons. Like, I just – I don't think that that's something you just ignore. No, I don't, don't ignore it. I don't, don't ignore, ignore it. it. But I do believe it's – this is one of the greatest coaches in the in the history of college football. Most people right? just assume, Jake included, that Urban Meyer is instantly nine wins the moment he steps on campus, and then it goes from there. Yeah, I don't know that I'm assuming. That. I, do, I say I do second assume. year. I say yeah, second. Yeah, well, I think that with any coach at this point in time, because I just I, I've watched two transitions go terribly. I don't know why I would think that it's just going to be right. uh, hunky-dory oh. in 2023. So I, 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 I don't care who's patrolling right. the sidelines. But that's I'm just with a, you on that. That's just me, I think, is a defense mechanism now. Like I think that, Jake, you have to be a little more cautious, and I do too, about this assumption that Urban Meyer, no matter what, turns it around quickly. I don't know. I mean, that's – I do believe that. I know you do, but – you believed that Scott Frost would be a it was a one hundred percent well I sure did. thing I, I believed that okay. but I, how about the coach that's done it everywhere he's been besides the NFL yeah okay that's that's that is Fred Hoiberg <laughs> well I mean he did it at college and then he struggled in the NBA he did was, that. So the don't, NBA. don't bring Hoiberg into totally the Frost different. conversation here I'm just saying Urban Meyer would, would coaches with name cachet have gone come back and haven't necessarily had Nick Saban level success Listen, here's the with like urban for example if, if he came in next year so to speak I mean this team Nebraska has had a bad record with Scott Frost 16 and 31 but to, after the first year the first you know yeah after the first year Nebraska didn't get blown out they had, they had one blowout against Ohio State in 2020 they got they got killed there 2019 too. Right. Okay. No, yeah. That 2019 one. but 2021 and this year I mean and, and in the end of 2020 I guess they were with everybody. The the bad teams, the good teams. Urban Meyer, you see, he could see that and say, "Well, Nebraska pushed Ohio State. They pushed Michigan, a, a playoff team last year. Mm-hmm. They're not that bad. Mm-hmm. They just can't win." 
Yeah. Like, they're not Again, that far away from being respectable. Well, right now they are. Are you selling this job to Urban Meyer, or yes. are you selling us on Urban Meyer? I don't know. I'm which, selling which both. Both, both at the same okay. time. They, they look. Like, Nebraska's not losing 56 to 10 in these games. Not yet. Not yet. That's, that's, that's Wait, Sips, what are you saying about this that's weekend? That's belief in Mickey apparently over there. No, it's not. No, hold on, Jake. I was just putting No, hold there. on. No, no, no. You always do that where I don't believe in Mickey. Why, why, what I'm suggesting is Mickey is not a magician. No. All fair. right? That's fair. A that is a very important distinction. A, di- a different voice doesn't equate into better linebacker play necessarily. All right? Or that you're going to get a better push up front on right. either side of the ball. Right. I no, mean, I, I think not that's a, very important. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's unfair to Mickey to say, well, I think that new voice is going to turn everything around. All of a sudden, have a good rush defense now. Magically. I mean, right. It's it's yeah. sort of delusional to think that way. He's never even been a head coach before. Well, Langston. He's never been a, he's never been a, a, D1. a D1 head coach. So where where are you coming from on this? Just a place of delusion. Well, that's why I, I asked Schaefer here then for for Mickey to be considered for the full time job. You know what what can he do? What does he have to do? I mean, I that's think a good question. So there's nine games left. They're one and two. Um, if you can somehow finish six and three in those nine games, which would be really impressive to me, six given three, the, yeah. the start, uh, I think you kind of have to have that sort of a year. I don't even know that a five and four would necessarily do it, uh, which would get you to six and six and bowl eligible. And then a lot of it is just what does it look like? You know, I mean, it's hard to answer on the the onset of, mm-hmm. well, it's got to be this because if they come out and they play well and they go four and five and Trev Alberts feels like there's something there, I guess I could see mm-hmm. the scenario in which he wants to move forward with that. I'm not entirely convinced that Mickey Joseph wants to be a head coach okay. for his Whoa. career either. Really? So, I mean, well, come, I, well, come on. I, I don't know. I mean, I think you do the interim thing, and he's going to learn really quickly how different it is from being the oh, really yeah. energetic position coach to all of a sudden <laughs> to having it all on looking you. at you yeah. for everything. Yeah. So, And that includes, you know, when you're the position coach and you're known for your wide receiver play, when you're the head coach, you're known for – what the hell the safety just did. Right, exactly. You know, so, He's going to be asked about the defense now. I so mean, I, I, I'm really curious how it goes for him. I, I think they're a lot better team than they played, uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if he gets uh, some good buy-in early and maybe they have some success because I think they could beat Indiana or Rutgers or whoever. Illinois. But can they consistently do it week yep. in and week out? The, the schedule, remember the schedule is – I mean, you're, you are going to play some beatable teams yeah, down the road. I, like, is there a way that they could go 4-0 and in that October stretch? Sure. I mean, it's just going to require a level jump for where their defense has been, and maybe that can be there. But um, I, I think if they can be consistent week in and week out, it's going to help his chances for it. But – they they have to win games. I mean, I I don't know no that you know if what? you go two and seven, it's not gonna. You know what's in real? I think what's really important is to get a win in the next two, be- yeah. for belief. Well, because hey, if, if you don't, if you steal a game against Oklahoma, then suddenly, then 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 it's a conversation of like, okay, what happened? Well, I think it needs to happen for the sake of the season and the, the attitude. Oh, imagine yeah. going to the bye week with yeah. All, all this stuff that's happened, you fired your coach, you beat Oklahoma all of a sudden, you get a bye week okay, to if, celebrate that and still get things improved. On the other hand, if you lose two, you still got a long, mar- a long march to the end ahead. Yeah. 
And there's a lot of guys. I mean, two Colorado State guys just went into the portal because they, they want to preserve their season. Now, would we start seeing that? You know, guys saying, well, I don't. Well, I'm, it's I'm, the last game of the redshirt thing right, right here, too. Yeah. So, you know, if you're, if you're someone and you're worried that you're going to give up your freshman year for a season that isn't going anywhere. You might just say, I want a redshirt. Yeah. I mean, what if A.J. Allen just said, I, I this. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. But, but. I, I know what you mean. Those are realistic. I'm not trying comments. to. Right. right, yeah. Those are realistic. I just don't want to yeah. specifically think about that. No, I don't either. Um, but I think it's important for the enterprise to win one of these next two. Because if you don't, I mean, this is a long season ahead, yeah. right? And there's coaches, if you don't start winning fairly soon, yeah. there's people, not just coaches, players, coaches, that are going to start, okay, I mean, the coach's natural reaction will be, I go better start looking for a job, right? Yep. And that's – well, or I, I better start thinking about it. And that's – if for if you start putting your thinking into that, you're taking your thinking away from winning the next Saturday, right? And from the other side of it, if you're that bad, it becomes harder to attract a coach. I mean, if, if Nebraska's 2-10, and 10, like, you might be talking about Troy Calhoun more than yeah, you want yeah. to or whatever because that might be the level of who's mm. interested at that point yeah i mean I, I believe that this is a job good enough to get the names that have been thrown out there i do too um but i say that with the idea that they're not going to go completely in the tank and i i do think that the move for trev alberts to to remove scott frost before that buyout is in part to try to save some face totally with this season totally I mean, you, agree the, the last thing you could do is just have it spiral completely out of control. And with that loss against Georgia Southern, I think they're on the precipice of that. Very possible. If you have any calls or texts, please call 464-5685. We do have people on the line. We'll get to your calls after the break. Next, an early break in the ticket. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.